Welcome, everybody, to episode 15 of Voice of the International Community Experience. Make it hot, baby. Here we go. Oh, yeah. Yes, my man. Uh, We're uh, back again. Uh, uh, 15 yeah. episodes in now. What? Amazing, bro. What? This is uh, it's a milestone for us. It's like 100 episodes for most people. But we we, we done it, man. Baby steps. Baby steps. Baby we're, steps. We're getting there. So I'm here, of course, with my man, Mr. Gome Brown. What up, what up, what yeah, up? Yeah, what's going down, my man? Hey, yeah. man. Check this spot out. I know, man. It's what? our new home. It's a new home. It's amazing. Mm. The things. Look at God, eh? Look at God. Wow. Look at him work. <laughs> Look at him work. <laughs> Look at him work. But yeah, it's amazing, man. We're um, obviously now this is going to be uh, filmed and it's going to be on YouTube. So, it is? Yeah. Oh, okay. That's this, what that thing is. That's over what there. that thing is over all there. Right, right. Right. So, what's up, people? Hey. So, it's our debut on, uh, well, with the podcast going live. Okay. Yeah. Say that word again. What? Debut? Debut. Yeah. It's our first. Debut. Debut. <laughs> Debut. Debut. <laughs> Anyway, what we're chatting about today, we're chatting about uh, what we've been calling Haterade in our promo videos. Haterade. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got a bit of Haterade in there. You my, got a bit of Haterade in there? Yeah. Now, if, if anyone's, um, while interacting with your community uh, or, you know, social group that comes from your country, um, you've had people promise you and not deliver uh, in terms of helping you out. Or you start a business and nobody supports you from your own community, or you start you try to start something and people are negative all about it, but they've never had experience in it. Mm. This is uh, basically what we're chatting about today. Mm. What's the genesis of this? I'll tell, tell us, you tell what. Tell us a story. I'll tell you what. No, <laughs> I'm not going to tell you where it comes from because for okay. me, right. it's it's been there all the time. Uh-huh. Like I know exactly when. You know, I've had this pretty much from when I was like 13, 14. Haterade? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. It's just from people I know. Uh-huh. And then it's morphed into now the people that we're interacting with on a day-to-day basis. Right. Yeah. So do we want to define that a little bit more? What are I we think talking so. about? I yeah. think so. So I'll start from when, you know, I was young. Mm-hmm. Now, when you're young, of course, you're trying to figure out what you're going to do. And you've got your peers, your social group. Now, within your 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 group, I ha- I used to hang out with about five or six guys, right? So when you say guys, you mean yeah, it's my blokes, clique. Blokes, as in yeah, yeah, yeah okay. blokes, no right? Girl. You didn't it's hang my out with clique. any girls. No, okay. no, no. I I only learned how to be friends with girls when I was older. I didn't have any friends that were girls when I was young. Okay. Yeah. So, so you're, you're just a natural then. No, I just didn't know. I didn't know it was a thing. I didn't think, I didn't know you could have girls. As mates. As mates. Right. Right. Because I always thought that somebody is going to fall in love with the other. And right. then it's going gonna, it's gonna to get awkward. Okay. So I avoided it. Anyway, I digress. Yes, so you did digress and you took me on another journey. My bad. Anyway, so in that, in that Episode little 16. setup, right? Yeah. In that little setup, mm-hmm. within the clique. Yeah. We always had the one guy that was absolutely negative about pretty much everything. Okay. When you say you want to do something, he's like, oh, I'm not so sure or not supportive or not. So it's not. And then 
as you, I'm not going to name him, of course. Let's name him. But <laughs> let's name him. <laughs> <laughs> we, no, 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 no. We're not that shaming anybody here. Not shaming, just naming. <laughs> we'll save that for Black Table Talk. Okay. okay. All right. All right. In the podcast, it's all about, you all know. Right. Just keep it professional. Theorizing all right. and, all right. and um, professional. But yeah, so. So always know. negative. Yeah, always but you kept, negative. You kept him as part of the click store. Yeah, because you know he's your boy, right? So you're just hanging out, okay? And you're, you know, you're getting to know each other, and you're. But he was always there, always self-centered. Mm-hmm. If it was about him, he wanted everybody to support him, uh-huh. and then if it if it was about you, he'll he'll give you all kinds of information why you shouldn't do it, right? Right. So negative Nancy. Negative Nancy, right? right? Now where we're going now is that in the community. Let's just say Gome starts a T-shirt sell or a business selling t shirts or a podcast or, yeah. or or shoes selling shoes or you're selling you know silver chains or whatever it is right mm. now people in that community are buying silver chains mm-hmm. right but they won't buy from you they won't buy from you because they think if they buy from you then you're going to be better than them right okay. so what happens is you're highlighting their deficiencies because they look at you simply and by wanting to sell a chain yeah simply okay. by wanting to sell silver chains all right yours if they they feel like if they buy from you mm-hmm. then they're accepting that you're better than them okay so what do they do mm-hmm. they say oh those silver chains gone they're selling they're, they're not, not even good. <laughs> oh, they're not real. It's not real silver. Yeah, he's never bought one, and he's never. He, not, none of this has actually happened. But he'll say, "Oh, if you have a shower with it, it's gonna, it's gonna Turn rust green. or whatever it is. Gonna, yeah. It's gonna give you cancer or whatever it is." He starts telling people this. This crazy. <laughs> that's stuff. how COVID started. Yeah, that's how COVID it's started. Chains, <laughs> silver chains. Okay, all right. But uh, yeah, so going from there. Mm-hmm. That becomes now a community thing. So let's just say somebody comes in from from China and then they're in Perth. Speaking of COVID. Yeah, speak, <laughs> speaking of COVID. But this person didn't bring the COVID okay, here, right? Okay. So this person is just... Bringing good things. Yeah, it's either hmm. a migrant come to, come to work or um, a student, right? for instance, right? So come in and then meet people from the Chinese community. Because what you want to do is you want to associate with people from your own community, right? Well, to feel at home. Well, right. some people do. Well, the first people you want to see are people from your from your hood. Cause I wanted like, to get right away from the Zambian you community. You did, didn't you? Yeah. 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 <laughs> well, I, I never got but into I the community. I hear what you're saying. Yeah, I never got into it because I knew it didn't really work for this reason that okay. we're talking All about right. now, All right? Because right? you'd experienced it since you were 13. Yeah, I experienced it a lot, right? Yeah. And uh, and when you're living with a with a within another community or in another country and try to interact with your people because it's it's really like it's a sense of home everything else being crazy mm-hmm. you meeting your people speaking your language and hoping that they can show you the loopholes and the pointers on the how to get a ho- yeah. how to get ahead and then what happened you know they start downloading all this stuff into your brain so let's just say somebody from from China comes in and then uh, the person they meet from their community says you can't get a job here mm. in an office. 
right. you can only do a cleaning job mm-hmm. or an Uber job. So then they just start to feel like, oh, okay, that's the only thing I can do. And all the hopes that they had before crushed. are now dashed and crushed. Now mm-hmm. he, or what he's trying to do is trying to sign up for Uber and trying to do all of this stuff. But he's qualified to do other stuff. Mm. So this is, but they're doing that. Now, if, if that's the reality of it, that's great. But for a lot of times, people are doing that so that you don't get ahead of them and they don't have to look up to you. It's people from your own community. Sure. Now, I've interacted with a lot of people and from different countries, and they all say this happens within the ethnic communities. Right. So it sounds, Indian community, it sounds like Mauritian community and all of this stuff. It's not really a specific cultural thing. It's a, it's a human problem. It just happens contextually without, within certain communities. Nah, I think it's, you know, it's a third world problem. Okay. Right. So me putting China in there was just, was an, example. just an example. Right. I, that doesn't seem to happen from that community. They help each other. Okay. Um, the Indian community also kind of help each other, but the the prime example is like Jews. Uh, they all band together yep. and, and help. There's certain you know groups in the, within the Indian community that that put money together. If somebody else, if somebody new is coming into town, they put money together to settle them, and then you know move them ahead. Mm-hmm. But in in my own community. I, I've experienced the hater rate. Oh, okay. All right. Here uh, we go. Constantly. Yeah. I mean, I've been an entrepreneur in this country since I arrived here. And what? An entrepreneur. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> a whatpreneur? A businessman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Pretty much. I've been okay. a businessman. Yeah. Since I, had, I had to Google that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, there's a camera here. You didn't really Google it. But... Uh, <laughs> I have a Google. Google in your Google. Hey, Google. What did he say? <laughs> What's an entrepreneur? Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, okay. yeah. All right. Yeah, yeah. So I've, I've been that. So I've had How some do you support. Know, let me ask you this. Hmm. How do you know why people do that? How do you know the motivation for people doing that? I understand what you're saying in terms yeah. of how you've laid the land. So people trying to achieve stuff and other people pulling them down yes. essentially is what we're talking about mm-hmm. that's that's how we're defining haterade yes okay how do you know what the motivation is cuz i would find it really hard to unless i've had conversations with the haters yeah to figure out what is it that's driving that behavior i'm what laying down a marker okay. and saying it's these two things uh-huh. but then obviously there's others uh-huh. and we can discuss the others all right right so at the minute, mm. what I know yep. is I can, you know, because when you interact with somebody mm. for a period of time, yep. you can tell whether they're narcissistic or not, whether they're self-centered. Whether or they're what? <laughs> Again. <laughs> no. There's a, did, this time I'm actually going to go with this. <laughs> no. You know what narcissism is. I, I do. Yeah, I yeah, do. yeah. But that's, that's the thing, right? So these people are all about them. Mm. Right, and you know, it's it doesn't matter what's the con- what conversation you're having. It all has got to lead back to what they do, yeah. and, and how good they are at something, or how something affects them. So, why is it a problem? Why is it a problem? Yeah, because as a community, 
it's not a problem in an individualistic society. But if you're yeah. trying to interact in a community, mm. right, mm. as a community, and where we come from, that's what we're all about. The community is, is fire. So everything you yeah. do is for the benefit of the community. Yeah. So when, you're, when you have that as your baseline and you're trying to interact and you feel like that's what you're going to need to move forward and you get met with this kind of haterade, mm. it beca- it's a shock to the system. Mm. So then you become like, okay, so what do I do now? And you try it again. Yeah. And it hits you again. Yeah. And it's, so it, it's counterproductive. Yeah. And, um, and that's the basis for our conversation is that we can get further ahead if we worked with each other, if we helped mm. each other, mm. if we had common goals yeah. instead of trying. It's like having that crabs in a barrel mentality where we feel like we've got to be fighting for the same thing. You know, step on each other to get yeah, out of the yeah, yeah, yeah. Because mm. look at look at back home is the thing, right? If your cousin gets a great job, you feel like you got the great job too, because mm. yeah, you know, he can help you out in times of need, right? He's buying and the he's buying the drinks. Yeah, <laughs> so that's it's his round all the time, constantly. <laughs> Even um, when he's not going to the pub, it's okay. his round. All right. <laughs> So you're calling in rounds You pop around his before You go to the pub And you say you're going to the pub And then he gives you some money To go to the pub Your rounds buddy Yeah So I I don't know My experience No have you experienced it Yeah I was was thinking about my experience Mm. Trying to think about How I can relate to that And uh, I guess very early on I came up with a concept Which is basically that Unless people are involved in the ring fighting the fight, yeah, I don't really care what they have to say about me when I'm in the ring. Okay. So, you know, I'm not a, well, I'm kind of a, what's the word again? Entrepreneur. <laughs> that, that, that word. Yeah. I have kind of attempted to do that. The other thing I do very... Uh, deliberately is surround myself with people that are on board with stuff I'm trying to do. Yeah. Especially if it's something new. Okay. So I guess from a community perspective, Mm. I haven't really experienced that, but I do have a concept that is we have a few WhatsApp groups, you know, within our community, Zambian Uh community groups. Uh And every time I look at the group, what strikes me is the diversity of skills among us. Yeah. And yet how we all kind of doing our own thing. Yes. So that for me is where what you're talking about uh, kind of touches on, but it doesn't feel necessarily like hate thing. It seems more like just a, I don't know whether it's a lack of trust in each other or whether it's a sense that um, I'm better off doing this on my own. I'm not sure, but I look at the WhatsApp group and we've got lawyers in the group. We've uh-huh. got IT guys. We've got, you know, psychologists. We've got counselor. So many different skill sets within the same group. Yeah. But no collaboration from a professional level. Oh, okay. So our engagement, our interaction is very socially based. Uh-huh. And I, ca- I keep thinking, why don't we kind of band together professionally mm. and create something that's... A conglomerate of sorts. Correct. Yeah. But you know, the, the thing about that is, and this is why 
this conversation is going to morph into the next phase, which is self-hate. Mm. Right? Oh, okay. Hey. Do, do you get what I'm Ooh, saying? You're setting up something here. I'll, I'll <laughs> see what's going on. Yeah, you're picking up what I'm putting uh, down. I'm starting to. Okay, now, here we go. So I need another sip of my haterade. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, I mean... I'm I'm listening to what you're saying, and mm. for me, my um, my lawyer is Zambian. The Excellent. lawyer I use here in uh, in Australia is Zambian. Yep, I have full trust in his abilities, mm-hmm. and I go hell for leather with him. Yep, um, my you might not know this, but my podcast partner mm. is also Zambian. Yeah right. Yeah yeah yeah. So I thought do. it was Australian. No no no. no. Or maybe he is. I don't know. He's black though. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah yeah. Let's just black go with Australian. That. Black know. Australian. Right right. Renounced his Zambian hood. Yeah. Okay. Oh that guy. Heard yeah, about yeah, him. Yeah yeah yeah. So I do I do a how just go live him? with him as how well. How just score him? Is he's pretty good. Yeah well you know it wasn't that hot. <laughs> He wouldn't because you're an entrepreneur. <laughs> yeah, so I just sold him the idea, right? right and then right. here we are, right? Okay, so so you, what you're saying, what I'm hearing you say is that you have certain Zambians that you utilize their professional no, services. I use, uh, yeah, I use the. My right. preference is to use them first, uh-huh, right? Uh-huh. But you're now, not collaborating professionally. Like I, you don't you don't work with them, share resources, and provide like a one stop shop. To of course, I do. Okay. Because this this is the thing. So I'm trying to do that from, right. from a professional level. So yep. if anybody needs any lawyer work, I send them to him. Gotcha. Right? Gotcha. gotcha. If anybody needs some counseling work mm. within my sphere, I'll send them to my podcast partner. Yeah. Because he's supposed to be some sort of counselor. He's, he's never brilliant. seen a degree. He's, brilliant. he's, he's never seen nothing, but, you yeah. know, I'm trusting what yeah. he's told me. Yeah. Right? Which is good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Trust is. It's because you haven't had your hater rate. <laughs> Trust <laughs> is the most important part of any, any uh, relationship, friendship, or conglomerate. Yeah, but so. We've got some words today. We should be writing some of these words down. I know. For the, for the glossary. We've got one on there. Yeah, well, we'll listen to the podcast mental, again. Mental glossary. Take a mental right. note. Okay. But yeah, so, and that's the, the, the basis now. Okay, now just imagine, right? This is a, this is a conversation I've heard mm-hmm. happen. Now, if, you, if an Indian person owns an IGA, who's going to be working in the, uh, <laughs> in the IGA? Uh... It's going to be full Indians in there. Prahaj? Yeah. <laughs> in the service station, it's going to be that. Right? Yeah. yeah. And uh, if, a, if, a, if an Asian person owns the IGA, it's going to be Asians in there. Wang. <laughs> Wang and Ming. And, and yeah. they'll all be working in there. And Bruce. Yes. Bruce now, Lee. If a Zambian owned a, an IGA, he would not hire Zambians. Okay, now this is hard for me to imagine. A Zambian <laughs> yeah, yeah. owning an IGA. Yeah. <laughs> That's hard, but he would say? not hire Zambians. Okay, right? But, and this is this is a, a, a it's almost a black thing. Uh huh. So why wouldn't he hire Zambians? Because he would feel like other people would walk in there and see other Zambians and not feel like it's a legitimate establishment. So he would much rather. Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> he would much rather 
higher percentage. Yeah, yeah, and we no, no, no. He would much rather hire like like uh, white oh, people, oh, Australians, or yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. He'll, he'll get Hazard. those. So then it looks more professional or whatever it is. Now, would he do the same in Zambia? In Zambia, no. Because majority okay. of the customers you receive in Zambia are other Zambians. That's what I was wondering. Yes. So there's an so it's element a contextual. Of, yes. So right. it's when you're outside of that that sphere mm-hmm. and you wanna you wanna even in Zambia, if you own a hotel and your manager's white, mm-hmm. then you walk around you have a different step. Strut, yeah, yeah, yeah. To, to how other people are doing it, right? Put something on your step, yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't Put want these people own. to think I'm from around here. Yeah, <laughs> okay, all right. So it it kind of works that way. Mm. Now, and that's so. It, there's an element of, oh no, we're not good enough. So we have to get somebody else to legitimize us first, and then we can approach the market or do stuff. Mm. So if you and and a lot of the conversation but look i've been to a few zambian events and i've seen how substandard they they can be right mm. now this hey, is not hey, this you're is, not going to call out any no i'm not okay. calling out uh, anybody or uh, any any anything like that no on black table talk. okay all right but not 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 on the podcast wow so i feel like Anything that Daniel says is <laughs> purely Daniel's opinion, <laughs> not shared by the boys. Not for, not shared by Gomez. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. Um, anyway, that's that's what I've seen. But have you been to a, a, an, an African event and it be substandard? Um, <laughs> no, I don't know if I should answer this. No, no, no. Can, I plead, can I plead the fifth? <laughs> you can plead the fifth, but I don't even know no, what the fifth but is. But I'm to not honest, saying but. this to bash the community. What I'm saying this for is just that there's we need to trust and also create great products all the time so that we can trust each other, right? Yeah. So, so if I've if I've been to a to an event. Uh, and this is like a leading group that's doing this event. If I've been and it's substandard, I'm not going to, when I'm trying to organize an event, think I need to get this group or if I'm trying to buy a product and it was substandard that I brought, I'm not going to think I'm going to go to them and buy from them. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Well, let me let me speak to, because yeah, you've asked me the Zambian question, right? Yeah. So I... I have a perception about us as Zambians, and I'm gonna, you know, yeah, put on, hit I'm me gonna put on my Zambianness now. I gotta defend my people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like we're not very innovative. We're not very good at creating stuff. We're very good at copying stuff. We're very good at emulating stuff. But there's nothing that is typically characteristically Zambian that's uniquely Zambian, and so. I feel like we copy very well, but we also can do things very badly because we don't understand kind of the creative process around it. Mm. Um, if you look at our music, our food, everything we have that I can think of is from somewhere else. And okay. we've kind of adopted it and we try to Zambianize it. Um, but even in our attempts to Zambianize things, we try to imitate. So you, you know, there's people you? singing in Zambian songs with American accents, for example. Um, yeah, but you look are, at, you are, look are, are you speaking as an Australian now? Or are you oh, no, very Zambian. Zambian. Okay. Very Zambian. Mm. I'm owning this. Yes. Um, because I want to be proud and s- explain to Australians 
this is something that's very Zambian. And immediately I do that, I realize this is actually from the Congo. It's actually <laughs> adopted from South Africa. Or, you know, you yeah. know what I'm saying? I think I, 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 I get a little bit of what you're saying, but I feel like we, we're doing a good job music-wise to of bring out a sound that is... I think everybody kind of copies little things from everywhere, except we have an authentic sound. Now, from Zambia, the authentic sound was Kalindula, right? Now, Kalindula. Kalindula. Yeah, yes. That's the one. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. I, I was speaking in a different accent. <laughs> but, <laughs> so, <laughs> Which you do very well, by yes. the way. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank You're you. welcome. Now, that is the sound. The sound has evolved. Yeah. If you listen to Burner Boy, he talked about um, what do you call that? What Afro beats mm -hmm. and then Afro fusion, which is what he does, mm -hmm. right? So it's a mix of different different tunes. Now he's gone on to win a Grammy with that. Mm. So there isn't really a big issue with copying. Is that you've got to really like there's an authentic sound that you've got to have in there. Now, the fact that they sing in vernacular mm. makes it Zambian. The sure. instrumental yeah. is something else. Right? And the they, accent. They can, no, nah, but they sing in, in Zambian. Some, I've heard some Zambian songs that yeah. are vernacular words. Yes. Different but, sound and then different accent. And I'm like, yeah. why would you do that? Yeah, I mean, some, some artists are a little bit, they're still kind of, you know, out there thinking. Hilltop that, Hood. Yeah. Brilliant Australian Very Australian Sure the rap concept Comes from America And whatnot, But they've yeah. made it So Australian That it's so uniquely Australian You cannot deny it Yeah but you also Can't export it Nobody outside of Australia Or so, probably nobody Out of their suburb I've never heard A Hilltop Hood song In a nightclub Have you? No we, uh, Where are you going to clubs? Huh? I haven't been to a club uh, In a long time I'll take it to Mandra <laughs> See, that's what I'm saying. There's, there's, there's little subsections and little pockets. Oh, it goes off, man. I, I bet, I bet it does. Top hoods, but there's Take little subsections and pockets where that is, and it's not. It's you can't. It's not scalable, right? Which leads me to the question: mm. What is the point? Is it to be sellable globally, or is it to be authentically you? Because I think, you know, the way the way you answer that question determines yeah. what you do with it. If you want to sell yeah. globally, then you fuse stuff. You know, you make it palatable for the masses. If you want to remain authentic and you don't really care about... Yeah, but the, I think that the, what, you're, what you're saying is an exhibition of the self-hate that, that we're talking about today mm. because other countries actually perform music that is sellable and they fuse all the different beats, right? Because they have to, right? They're, our music industry is so young in terms of exporting, right? Mumpy, authentically Zambian, right? She sings totally um, in vernacular. Her beats, I mean, I went to Namibia and it was playing. I went to South Africa, it was playing in a nightclub, right? She's a, bit of, a, she's a bit of a ride, actually. She, she can get it. <laughs> she can get it? <laughs> But you say I digress. This, this, yeah, you had your. Uh, I was about to 
yeah. bite on that too. But uh, but we're able to thing. edit because mom absolutely mom's not gonna like me saying that. <laughs> mom's not gonna understand Ooh. you saying that. But uh, she asked my sister. Yeah, she said, what, what, did, what did my sonny mean when he says mumpy can get it? <laughs> get what the Grammy award? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but. Uh, so she's she's she was our first export. She uh-huh. went, she blew up, and then you know, JK, JK, he started to blow up as well. Then he went so far left that the Zambians thought, oh, okay, we can't connect with that anymore, right? But, but it's, it's global. Not so much anymore. Like he he peaked. He got because he his music was was Nigerian beats and him on top. There was nothing Zambian about them anymore. And then he went and did that song with R. Kelly. Yeah. Ooh. Which which was great, by the way. Gr- well, it was back then. <laughs> but, but R. Uh, Kelly is a bit of a controversial At the figure. moment, I don't know if it's going, hey, me and R. Kelly, hey. We're mates. We're that's like my this. guy. That's my boy. Well, I don't know if 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 in Africa it's... I mean, they're, they're really thinking about R. Kelly that way. Like, it's, I think they're just listening to the music. I don't think they connect with him personally. With like his the, uh, with misdemeanors. With his antics and stuff. Okay. But, you know, the fact that uh, an Afri- or Zambian artist was collaborating with, with R. Kelly was big. Yeah. You know, and that Massive. Was, yeah, so that, you know, that catapulted him. But you've got to look at who buys music in Zambia. Nobody. Hard to say. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, because you, you, when have you gone to a like Sounds Arcade and bought bought some, some music? What is Sounds Arcade? Yeah, so I, you I don't, don't even know. know. That's a, that's like a record store in, oh, okay. in Zambia, right? Oh, okay. you, can, you can go in there and you buy CDs and buy all that stuff. So I was very Christian in Zambia, so I listened to Keith Richards. I listened to Ron Canoli. Oh wow! Yeah, man. You lived in a different Zambia to the one I lived in. I've been saying this all <laughs> since episode one. <laughs> I've been trying to say this. Not in the way you've been trying oh, to say My version it. of Zambia is very I listen, different. I listen to different music, right? Just yeah. from a music perspective. No, we weren't even allowed to listen to Michael Jackson in the house. Oh, wow. Yeah, so did you go out clubbing in from Zambia? Never. Really? Never, ever, ever. Wow. I remember going out once to a... Um, a place yeah. close to my home and I think it was like a like a leagues club or something like that. Jesus. Like a train organizational leagues club, like an after work thing. Nice. And I met this um have I told you the story? No. Okay. Your your childhood is very traumatic, it this, sounds like man. This you is never a went di- to a club in Zambia. That's never, <laughs> never. This is a bit of a digression. Okay. But, you know. So I rock up to this place and there was these two chicks that we met, uh-huh. and one of them was chicks being women. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah, 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 right. yeah, yeah. yeah well, I didn't know if, if since you weren't listening to music. And oh, you know, maybe I, I was know. talking about chickens. Yeah. No, maybe no, you no, took no, chickens no, no. with you to the. To no, no, to no, the no, club. no, no. Byo chicken. Rock up with two chicks. That would be funny. Um, not two ladies. And okay. One, one of them was a teacher, mm. apparently an English teacher. Oh, damn. And. Uh, she was there with her mate. We had a chat. Mm. Me and my mates had a few drinks, and uh, that was it. And then the next week, we went back. Yeah. And I, I asked this. This teacher was there the next week. She was there again. She was there again. But oh, her wow. mate wasn't with her. Yeah. So I said, hey, well, where's your mate yeah. that you were with last, <laughs> last time? <laughs> English teacher. Yeah. Oh, you mean Helen? 
I don't know where she are. <laughs> what? That was the English that teacher. That was the English teacher. <laughs> I think it was the next day that I booked my ticket to Australia. I was like, Hello, this is too much. I can't. I did, I'm sorry. <laughs> so, do I have haterade? No, because you're Self-hate. generalizing. I think you're not taking into account that there's that you know she made me flee. There's 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 a middle class that went to private schools and then uh, and they don't speak that way. Right, right. In the country, right. Sure. So it's kind of like looking at a UNICEF poster and thinking that all the kids in Africa have got flies on their faces and there's more flies in Australia than there is in Zambia. Absolutely, I'll give you that. I, you know, the flies only come out when you're when you're uh, having dry fish. Yeah. But the they house. still respect your personal space. Yeah, no, they'll never sit in your face. Uh-uh. Nope. Yeah. Uh, is Remember, it? <laughs> yesterday we spoke about this. Now you try and say that to an Australian and see what happens. Really? Oh, mate. The flies over here, man. Yeah, they're, they'll tell you to go back home. Hey, what are you doing here? Then? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like you're in our country. Yeah. You don't like us on you your face. Let those flies sit in your face. <laughs> you don't like it out. Head back. <laughs> No one asked you to come yeah, here. So there's anyway, some haterade coming from them too, I guess. Talk about tell migrants. me about self hate. So wh- why do you how do you associate self hate with this uh, kind of sabotage of each other? Yeah, because I think there's an element of not good enough mm. that they project onto other people. So if you're doing something, they automatically think you're not. You know, if mm-hmm. you're doing it, then it can't be hard. Mm-hmm. So I'm not going to pay for that. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? But what you've said ah. kind of matches what you're saying about if you want to be successful, mm-hmm. then you've got to almost kind of move out of your authentic Zambianness and internationalize your product, your service. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, you remain irrelevant. Or, you're, no, or you if, remain if relevant. If the community too. supported you, you could do your authentic Zambian. Uh-huh. So this is the thing. So... In Zambia, the music, well, this, this as it transformed, mm. when the young people started listening and it was playing in nightclubs and all Pompey. of that stuff, yeah, all this Pompey stuff and JK yeah, yeah. and Exile and all that mm. was playing in the clubs, it became um, socially acceptable to listen to Zambian music. Yes, but they still wouldn't buy the CDs. So they, these okay. guys have to eat somehow, right? So why wouldn't they buy the CDs? Because nobody's spending money in the country. Right? I mean, buying a CD. There was no <laughs> culture of that before. That music industry needed to, to be built. We didn't have the CD players. No, we didn't have the CD players. But, <laughs> you know, they'll spend money buying a DMX CD, but they won't buy a JK CD. Right, okay. Right? Uh-huh. So until the music industry got built and it was massive and the, and these guys are doing great videos if you look at some of the videos they did in the beginning mm-hmm. um absolutely crazy they as were low budget as in rubbish you know yeah they were terrible oh, okay. but now it's like come up. Yeah. <laughs> that's not a bad one it's just it's just people on the street yeah yeah banging yeah, yeah. on someone's door yeah going john Vuligedi. but it's all about the dancing though with that one. global yeah global it's all about the dancing it's a great song Right. I, so I wonder whether part of what you're talking about is a result of our colonialism and our imperialism and that background that kind of showed us, taught us 
that we're not good enough. Taught us of this course. kind of inferiority complex. This is where the self-hate comes from. Uh-huh. So that's the not good enough. So, so how do we, how I feel do we like get I'm not good enough mm. and, and then I see you doing something, it reinforces the fact first that I'm not good enough, but also I'm thinking if you're doing it, then it can't be that hard. Then I look at how much you're charging and I think I'm not paying that if he's doing that. And then if, but they'll buy that from somebody else that's selling it that is not Zambian. Because I don't want to fill your pockets. Yeah, because I don't want to make you successful. Okay. Because then you're going to show off and make me feel bad. Okay. Right? So how do we, how do we resolve this? What's the solution, do you think? I, I guess we have to go back to our roots and, and actually... Go, go back to what? Our roots. Okay. <laughs> I and can we, do that. We've got to, yeah, we've got to to look at it from a perspective of if somebody in our community wins, we all win, right? Because this person is going to reach down and pull up the next person and then we just keep going that way rather mm. than it being a crab in the barrel mentality where we're all just trying to, to get ahead and we'll step on each other uh, uh, to, to do that. Yeah. We have to be like you know it's a ladder i'll i'll help you up if you if you need if you need a hand and we've got to think that way and so how do you change people's mentality because i think we're talking about years and years and years of colonialism mm. years and years of being told being shown that you're not good enough and now if you look at zambia now mm. we've moved from essentially moved from what i term a physical colonialism where there's got a physical presence of white people ruling the country to an economic imperialism where we now you know they may not be in government and running the show but we're still really um, fractured at an economic level where we still owe these people money yeah but you know you how do you eat an elephant you know you take one bite at a time i'm not into elephant um, <laughs> i'll go for the chicken <laughs> BYO chicks, <laughs> but still, with your BYO chicks, you still gotta, you still gotta uh, one bite you know, at a time. One bite at a time. Yeah, you just gotta do that. So they they start by listening to to the podcast, but also, you know, the number one migrant podcast yes, in yes, Australia, yes. episode fifteen. But you know, they start with listening and 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 doing that. But then so you, you think Zambians will probably not listen to the podcast because two Zambians. On a podcast, I ain't gonna listen to it. I think even if they do, they'll like. They or won't they'll, take or they'll it closet, seriously. They'll yeah, yeah, yeah. they'll it. listen to it closetly, but won't won't give the feedback. Won't, won't well, give us they, props you know, they won't give for, you for being brilliant. They'll they'll watch other people do this with yeah. no problem, but they won't they won't interact and participate now. But that's from my perspective and it's not that they don't appreciate it or they don't think it's good i think there's just that little barrier that's there and i've seen it time and time again but it's they'll you know they'll get drunk and pull you aside and say oh man that that podcast you're doing is amazing right so we just need to get them drunk <laughs> if we want to make the podcast successful yeah so we need to invest in a bit of uh, <laughs> a bit of alcohol bit of the old uh, 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 alcohol yeah but that but that from from that level i'm not talking did about did i just mirror your body language by the way that's weird probably what yeah, a, yeah. What the hell? <laughs> see <laughs> it's, it's for the camera but look 
I think you know at the end of the day I'm not I'm not trying to get them to listen to the podcast or trying to sell the podcast that's why we're having this conversation here mm. I'm just saying that it's counterproductive in the community because other people have to deal with our community as well right mm. so that that behavior now gets taken to you know other people can see it but also you know because there is no continuity of service or there's no big picture in mind when they're doing something they'll do it for the now and then make a bad impression you get what i'm saying and we care why we care why because we have to you know even we're not just working within our community we have to interact with the outside community to make the things that we're doing successful that's why I'm Australian. Yeah, I'm not Zambian. <laughs> <laughs> Even Australians have to do that. <laughs> Australians have to, you know, they, they're not just they go, hey, mining and then selling it to like... themselves, right? They have to deal with the Asian community. They have to deal yeah. with, and they have to deal with all the stuff that goes with it, right? Yeah. So as a, as a community, we have to help each other. And then we've got to, as a community, sell ourselves in a positive light. Sell ourselves. <laughs> Okay. Not as slaves. But oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right. Just, just, just check it. Just, just check as. It. Yeah. Yeah. You know. You know, because I Robert Kiyosaki, right? What? Robert Kiyosaki. He wrote rich the man, book. Yeah, good rich man, man rich man, poor man. Yep. Rich dad, poor dad. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm with you. So he his book is not the best written book, but it's the best selling book. People right. want to get rich. Yes. So he wrote it in such a way that it's easy to read. It's not mm. the best English. It's not to, he's not top of the class in English, but he made it easy. So it's a sellable product. Mm-hmm. People can read it, interact with it, and they can do whatever. So this is what we have to do with our community. That's how I mean from a selling perspective. Right. We've got to get together. We've got to manage what we do. We've got to promote each other. And then we've got to now take that and show other people that this is how we operate. How awesome we are. Come and collaborate with us and then we'll we'll make something. Because I've seen even in, in our communities that we can have, on a weekend, we can have, you know, four or five different shows segmenting a small group of people instead of having one show that has everybody there. Right, and this you mean different cultural cultural groups, events, countries, right, or whatever? We can have collaborate. Yeah, we right. can we can come together and just do one big thing. Yeah, but within those groups, those guys won't work with each other. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, the personality clashes. There's all this, and this one doesn't like that, and this, and we've got to quit all that because you know, a hundred percent of nothing is still nothing. Yeah. So I mean, it's it's easy to say. We need to quit, we need to do this, we need to do that. But mm. I think it, it really comes down to understanding what the root problem is. <laughs> <laughs> so what do you think the root problem is? I, I think there's a huge sense of inferiority that we have mm. at an individual level. Mm-hmm. And I think that cascades to the cultural level. Yeah. You know, as Zambians, we do not feel good enough. Yeah, absolutely okay. do not feel good enough. And if I'm not comfortable in my own skin, mm-hmm. 
the minute you do something that I imagine is successful, mm-hmm. I want to bring you down to my level because I don't feel good about myself. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. So there needs to be some work that's done at that level, at an individual level, where I can look at your success and not feel threatened by it. Yeah. And I think that's a big thing, is feeling threatened by another person who represents a similar kind of background culture to me, mm-hmm. doing well, it kind of uh, points to my own, like you're saying, deficiency or my own lack of success. Yeah. I think the other thing is redefining success. So what does success look like? And that's why I was asking the question between being authentic, being aware of your own authenticity, your own purpose mm. versus trying to globalize it or looking at other people's version of success. Yeah. If I'm comfortable about what success means for me mm-hmm. and your success is about um, being global, yeah. it doesn't matter because I'm comfortable in who Doing I what am, I do, what my purpose is. My, yeah, I'm yeah, not yeah. moved by anyone else's purpose. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, in, yeah, yeah. in fact, I can help them to achieve their purpose because I realize that we've all got different purposes. Mm. I think part of the problem is we've got this kind of single-minded idea of success that is very superficial. Yeah. And it's very kind of horizontal looking. It's very um, very much based on material stuff. And it's, it's not about an internal deep quality, which means we're never touching the real issue, which is an internal issue of inferiority. Yeah, I think there's... Uh, and, uh, and I agree with you on that, except, uh, you know materialism is in the fabric of 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 a lot of migrants because they sure. didn't have sure now and and when we it's it's even now so more in our generation rather mm. than our parents generation our parents yeah. didn't have and wanted to create yeah and then they showed us what was possible and then we just want to go straight to that there's mm. no work towards something. Yeah. Right? Yep. Anytime something gets hard, you want to retreat into a comfort zone and just be there and say, oh, yeah, you know, I didn't have to do this. So you don't have that mentality. And mm. we spoke about this before because we, I, I mean, I remember growing up that, you know, a lot of parents would go for three years overseas to study. Yeah. And then their wife would come later and then they'd call the kids or whatever it is, right? Mm. So we had a situation where my uncle went over to Canada and his kids stayed with us. Mm. And then when he was ready, his wife went and then the kids went, right? So well, One by one. Yeah, because, <laughs> you know, he, he went as a Jason student. over? He went as a student. And then, and then what about Mary? <laughs> nah, <laughs> you, you can hang on to her for a little bit. Exactly, but that was normal, but that's... They needed to do that. Both parents were fully aware that they needed to do that to yeah. get ahead, to take the family into the next, you know, next bracket. And I wonder whether even that is, you know, part of the issue is we're so concerned with future. We're so kind of future oriented and goal oriented that we miss out on just living in the here and now and just being aware of what's happening for me now, enjoying the here and now, despite what that is. Eh, you know, it's, uh, there's, there's, Ooh, this is some good we can. awareness shit. Yeah, Damn. but yeah, we can do that, but we can't do that without 
if our ambitions are quailed, then we can do that. It right? depends what your ambition is. Yeah, but the, if your ambition, ambition even is socially, yeah. right? Mm. There's a lot of people that don't want to work hard, but are dreaming of an awesome holiday. Right? They don't want to work hard, but they want to win Powerball. Let's name and shame those. <laughs> right? <laughs> well, they want oh, just one Powerball. Yeah. No, you yeah. could have worked hard for like 30 years and then retired with some good money. But even the Powerball is, right? is a means to an end. It's about how can I find means to get to a certain end yeah. rather than looking at every experience we have as an end in itself, every pursuit as an end in itself. Fair um, enough. Irrespective of what other people are doing, regardless of what the future you know holds, just enjoying being present in the here and now, smelling the roses. Yeah, I think you know that's a lot of people do that after they've come out of poverty. Exactly. <laughs> so exactly. Not, not, not while you're in poverty. Yes. You're experiencing something else. Mm. Now, for us, there's so much at, to be enjoyed in our poverty. age group. Yeah, there's so much to be learned in poverty. Mm. And then, mm. it, but it, our age group and my, our dynamic. See, there's a there's an element even where we come from, where the the kids there's no legacy families at the moment because dad creates something, and then kids either don't learn the business but want the money. Mm. So if he passes away, they'll take the money, uh, sell the houses because they want to party. They're not thinking about generating money from the business. Yeah. They don't know what, how to, to do any of that, right? They never learned. Mm. They want the lifestyle. They want to keep the legacy name. They're going out and they, they want to flash the money and sell the houses and then eventually sell the business and then... And they're still unhappy. Yeah, and they're still unhappy, right? So... Still pulling other, other Still other unhappy down. and then now we end up in poverty too, right? Mm. Unhappy so, in poverty. <laughs> It's double negative. <laughs> it's a double negative. It's well, I don't think poverty is a negative. I feel like it's a state of mind. I, I was saying to my boy Max today that I've mm. got the least money I've probably ever had in my life, but yeah. I felt the happiest today for some weird reason. Okay. I woke up and I was just, I'm going to uni. I'm going to enjoy the moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't really like this particular uni. <laughs> <laughs> uni stuff is a bit tough, isn't it? <laughs> but I was able to find moments and mm. find things to love about it. Yeah. And that shift, because I've been listening to my boy, Eckhart Tolle. Oh, okay. Yeah, Oof. yeah, 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 yeah. And, you know, listening to that and just learning to appreciate, learning to be aware of the here and now yeah. and, and the moments that can be appreciated. Mm -hmm. Looking around and looking at this beautiful art by Angela and just taking that in, you know, and just appreciating that. Oh, yeah. Um, it was actually painted by Angela. Yeah. Damn, I thought she bought it. Mm -mm. Oh, okay. See, you didn't even notice that. Nah. Yeah. Now, all of a sudden, it's not so good. <laughs> <laughs> You see? You see what happens? <laughs> hey, right. No, but that's... You've, that's been, you've been drinking that No, but that's the... I'm, I'm trying to exhibit the mentality of, yeah, of, of the people I, that I, we deal with. I know exactly what you mean. Do you know mean. what I mean? Yeah. If, and, and, and it leads a lot of people to, to have pseudonyms, right? So it's, mm. it's, so they'll go write Brown. somebody else's name. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll put Gomi Brown on it or write somebody else so that people... So that this thing... Yeah. They feel like their Give name will credibility. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, mm. and that's that's the stuff we should we should stop doing. Yeah, I think and we I should we think should appreciate mm. other people's creativity, and and if it's something that you can't do, yeah, 
you've got to pay homage to somebody else that can do it. And because that is a ever, gift from God. Yeah. People will never do that until they can appreciate themselves. It yes, has, it has but to it's, start there. It's got to go beyond themselves. This, you've it got to appreciate. Yeah, but you've got to appreciate the fact that this is a gift from God, right? What the art, whatever Angela's it is, somebody's art. doing that's creative that yeah. you can't do. Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah, it's it's something that they were gifted with. Absolutely. So you can't hate the person. If no. you hate the person for doing something that God gifted, you're yeah. actually hating God. So all this time that people have been calling me a play and hating me because of it, because you know, they think I'm taking their chicks. Don't hate the player because that's an ability from hate God. Hate the God. Hate the God? Is that <laughs> no. What? what? <laughs> Absolutely wow. not. Is this, is this room lightning proof? <laughs> I, I, I grew up in the out. church, man. I bet you would go outside and there's, there's like three Ooh. tickets on our guys in the parking spot. But look, even in that moment, I feel like we can appreciate that your your playerhood if we went out in those three days on our cars <laughs> absolutely <laughs> not be a moment It'll where teach we you appreciate <laughs> it's something a about moment. that isn't it great that we're in a country where they can produce these tickets automatically <laughs> a little i don't know yeah don't yeah know. you're right yeah. on and it's, look it's look at how that manual. white ticket you know sits in your con- car contrasts against my red Car. Oh, that's what you want to appreciate. Oh, he the black, he the black and the white. Amazing. I don't want to appreciate any of that. Okay, I'd rather they keep their tickets in their little machine. Haterade. Yeah. (laughs) No. (laughs) That's just smart. So what are we saying? What are we? What are we going to tell the people? What are we saying? We're telling the people to appreciate other people's efforts because their effort and their talent is coming from God. Mm. Right. Appreciate it. They have their own special talents. And when they exhibit them and they do stuff, we will support them too. So this is about building the community so we can get to a stage where everybody's free to explore and experience and do stuff. Everybody's and everybody free. <laughs> feels good. But anyway, so mm. they get to that point where we, you know, there's a freedom in it. There is. In, in expression. There is. Right? If they can express and do all of that stuff, we're there for them. Right? And that's how they've got to experience life. Mm. But the, the real thing that's going on at the moment is that there is a lot of people that are negative about something positive yeah. for no apparent reason at all. And yeah. that is a crippling thing that we have in our society mm. because, you know, it doesn't even on, you know, if you do something on Facebook, it doesn't cost money to put a like on it or to share it or to do whatever. It doesn't. Mm. doesn't no. cost anybody money. No. And they'll appreciate it but not do that, right? This yeah. is why I, you know, when you were asking me what is this flag stuff or repping what flag, I was like, we're just, it's a community thing. Oh, that, oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah it's yeah. a community thing yeah, yeah, and yeah. we're just spreading the love. We, yeah. we're, I'm, I'm looking at somebody's effort to do all of this stuff and I'm saying, look, We'll support you. Let's share we'll it just, Yeah. Well, yeah. hopefully the event goes well. It seems culturally relevant. It's appropriate. There was a lot of people, a lot of different cultures coming together, Except which is what Zimbabwe we should support. Independence. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. yeah it ended yeah. up, I guess, being an inter, inter-country stuff. Oh, excellent. Which, yeah. I, didn't, I didn't go to that. Did you manage to attend that? It's already passed. Oh. 
I don't know. <laughs> I, know I shared it. Okay. I, I hope that's, it's, that's, that's that's maybe we can. No, but we shared it, and 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 hopefully a lot of people went, and yeah. and, and it was a great event. I couldn't go because I was baby. I was. No babysitting. I was, you know, daddy duty. Yeah, yeah, yeah daddy duty. Mm. So I couldn't go to that. But yeah, good man. At good the man. end of the day, it was, it was. Um, it's I'm, I'm leading. But you played a role. You played a role. Yeah, yeah, but I'm trying to to practice what I preach. Yes, I have nothing against anyone. You mm. know, I'm, I'm looking like I said, my lawyer is Zambian and all that stuff. Yeah. So I trust them with. The things that are pretty dear to me. So I look, f- I look forward to all the referrals, the counselling referrals coming from. from no, of course. Yeah, yeah. yeah, when there's a when there's a need, you're the guy. There's always a need. Yeah, we've just spoken about a need. All these haterade people could do with some counselling. Let's talk about your inferiority complex. Let's talk about the trauma of colonialism. What that's the kind of legacy that that has left in mm. our lives and how that impacts our relationships, our ability to build each other up as opposed to pulling each other down. I mean, all these, I feel, are opportunities for some kind of therapy. They are, but, you know, you, you, you help people when they come and ask for help. Though. You know, you can't, you can't force the help on them. Right? What we're trying to do is make them realise that there, there is an issue. Correct. And they've got to stand up and say, look, I experience that or I feel that mm. or I do that. Yeah. And, and, and hopefully you listen to this and it's, you know, it's touching your spirit. And yeah. you're thinking, I need to, to kind of fix myself up or I need to talk to somebody or, I, you know, my mate does this and I need to have a conversation with him and see where we can get to to the next level. Because, I mean, it's not, they're not pleasant people. And it's not a pleasant experience when that's happening. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't necessarily throw the baby out with the bathwater and say they're not pleasant people, but certainly that behaviour is not pleasant. And it has negative ramifications on, like you're saying, the community, the, the reputation that we build in a foreign country as Zambians can be then tarnished by the one bad egg or the one but bad that's what moment. happens you know yeah. I, I try to to live in the reality and not the the assumed or yeah. a world that we're we'd love it to be in the reality I, yeah the i moment. am loving more and more the idea of creating the world that we want rather than just well that's what we're doing with yeah the, with the but to yeah to, to be Oof, to do that we've we got to, to we've got to actually understand the world we actually live in navigate yeah, that world sure. and then create it right yeah. in order to break the rules you have to know the rules right? yeah and, and i then. think i'm i'm certainly guilty of not necessarily deliberately bringing people down but mm. feeling a sense of why him why not me oh okay i have had moments of that and it's it's good to kind of reflect on my own the own ways in which I do that as an, at an individual level and what's, yeah. what's going on for me in those moments. And usually it's when I'm feeling inferior. Usually yeah. it's when I've, I'm out of touch with who I am yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah, at, yeah, an, yeah. Uh, at a deep identity level. Yeah. And in those moments, I'm swayed by other people's successes. Success, or, uh, opinion. Yeah. I mean, that, that's... I feel, you, I feel like you have to let... You know, you have to own your experiences mm. and not other p- let other people lead the way you think about anything 
Right? Absolutely. If, uh, if it's, it's, it's you. Yeah. And everything you have is a direct... Um, Debit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, it directly comes from your effort. Yeah. Right? Everything you don't have is also a reflection of what you did. Yeah. Right? So if you fail a test, it just is not that, and you didn't study, it's showing you that if you don't study, you fail. Right? So that's that's basically what it is. So Something's going on at that level. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There's, a, there's yeah. certainly, you know. I, yeah, I feel like also there needs to be a shift. So rather than just, like I said, talking, thinking about the future, thinking about goal-oriented mm. um, thoughts and mindsets and moving into the here and now, I think there also needs to be a shift from, and I, I spoke about this in identity, Yeah, shifting from, being such doing people mm-hmm. and kind of associating success and our worth with what we do yeah. to just being people. And again, it's that vertical dimension where we're starting to understand who am I? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Who am I? Where have I come from? How has all this stuff affected me? How does that then... I think n- even if you made a billion dollars, you wouldn't be happy if you didn't know oh, who you were. Hundred. Oh, yeah. Say that again to the people. I think if you <laughs> I think even if you made a billion dollars you wouldn't be happy if you didn't know who you were. 100%. There's moments like it, the both of us are introverts and I find that mm-hmm. in my time when I'm at home I'm trying so hard to find out to to take stock of my days and to take stock of the the times mm. that things went right or wrong and figure yeah. out why did it go right? Why did it go wrong? Mm. What can I do better? Because I'm all about continuous improvement. I just want to yep. be better at pretty much everything I'm doing. So, yeah, and uh, that's what helps me as an individual. I I actually like myself. I uh, that's apparent. <laughs> <laughs> Likes kind of an understatement. As <laughs> um, yeah, and I think the only difference between you and I from yeah. that perspective is I'm not trying to continuously improve and I don't care about being better yeah what I care about is just being more aware just being more being more nothing just being more yeah um and I feel like once I do that the rest of it kind of just falls in place for some weird reason uh, oh. I can only call that grace but I feel I like it, so. just, it just seems to seems to happen and even if it doesn't I'm okay there's something about realizing yeah. the transience of everything, the impermanence of every situation, mm. and being able to just go, you know what, I'm I'm good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think there's a there's an element there of um, from understanding from my side in terms of why I do what I do is because yeah. I I'm not an island. I have to interact yeah. with other people. So if I can be a better friend, I want to be a better friend. If I yeah, if yeah, I could yeah. be a better boyfriend, I want to be a better boyfriend. You if could, I could be, a, could better be a better dad, better, I want to be a better, better friend, dad. Right. So if if that's if I, if I have to go down deep inside and think about all the trauma that I had as a kid and how that affected me and heal myself and then because I think about why did I make this particular decision at that time? Yeah. So if I can go deep in and understand that and heal myself, mm. then I eventually become better and interact with people on a, on a, on a different level. Mates rights. Counseling. Yay, yay. Come on down. Absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> I'll refer people, but I'm not coming down to you. 
Take us out. Uh, yeah, all right. That's a good place to end. Absolutely. <laughs> on a on a self hate tip. Episode fifteen. That Episode was good. fifteen. Mm. Amazing. Now. That was episode 15 and we spoke about hate in the community, self-hate and a few other things and uh, it was an amazing episode. Really appreciated my man Gome having this conversation with me. Mm. Now, we're we're going to be back for episode 16 in our new home. We're going to be on YouTube. So, let's do this. Peace. Peace, people. Well, you know, <laughs> we always get into trouble, Angela. Why? Because you it's like, still recording. We navigate it. Is it still recording?